Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean. Happy New Year from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler. Welcome to Conversations Radio. You could like us on Facebook, follow us on X, and follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. And you are, I thank you. If you want to go ahead and email us, please do. I won't stop you. Uh, ConversationsPod at gmail.com. That's ConversationsPod at gmail.com. And again, Happy New Year, folks. 2024 shaping up to be a wonderful year podcast-wise and everything else. Glad to have a, a wonderful guest tonight and our returning co-host. My guest tonight is going to be Sierra Levesque, all the way from Pembroke, Ontario, Canada. And my co-host is returning guitarist and uh, Fender and Doris guitarist, by the way, um, and Ernie Ball and Reunion Blues and et cetera, et cetera. The wonderful Bella Rain from Mendocino, California. Hey, great, great, great Christmas season. We had a wonderful time here in Southern California. A little bit of rain, a little bit of sunshine. Now it's just cold. But uh, I digress. It's going to be a wonderful year. Things are looking up and some great podcasts coming up as well. I will say that I finally got our new studio computer working perfect. It was a struggle. Uh, Windows, I love you, 11. <clears throat> Not. But uh, again, um, went through some issues and got all that straightened out. And I'm glad that I'm able to uh, podcast once again with some degree of quality. And uh, thanks for hanging. Uh, 14,000 downloads in seven years. Um, not bad. I'm pretty happy about that. And a lot of downloads from our for our co-host as well. Um, Bella Rain, a guitarist. Uh, she is a musician and really presents very, very well. She's played uh, all over the place, even down in LA, but primarily in the Bay Area, Southern, uh, Northern California, Mendocino, and points beyond. Occasionally, you'll see videos posted of her driving down streets in San Francisco. And, you know, um, there's a Grateful Dead connection somewhere there. We'll go into that later. <laughs> Um, I can tell you that, that she did um, play a show at, uh, at well, I guess it's ATT Park. Oh, no, what's it called now? Oracle. Oracle, Oracle Park. Thank you. Okay. We're back in my yeah. day with Candlestick at Oracle, and uh, she played a, a gig there with a, a, a tribute band. And she was not the one that ran out in the field, just so you know. There was. A, Don't was, tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody ran out in the field and it was a whole thing. And uh, they wouldn't show it on TV, actually. They didn't give it the time of day. So, But uh, she does this kind of stuff. She's playing some wonderful venues. And, again, she is endorsed. Um, Fender loves her as well. Uh, Ernie Ball Strings and Reunion Blues. All kinds of gig stuff there. And uh, she's really on a path. She knows what uh, she wants to do. And music is a big part of her equation for the future. I want to say Thank hi you, to Mike. our returning co-host uh, and and friend. She's she's family. She's part of the alumni here. Uh, Bella Rain, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. How's this mic sound, by the way? Sounds great. Good. I understand you've got a little cold. I know I'm sniffly. I feel like I don't yeah. sound like myself. Yeah, your mom was was a, a kind of email messaged me earlier. She goes, you know. She's a little cold there, so maybe maybe help her along. And I said, well, "Sure, fine." She's she knows what to do. And again, Bella, it's you could cold do your, season. It is I'm freezing. And you, and you could do you could do your own <laughs> podcast. So I mean, either way, but but uh, you sound fine. And that new mic is maybe the mic covers up the uh, cold. Maybe that's the uh, feature. If maybe I lucked out. <laughs> if you have a sickness, then you can use that mic, and you sound like a million dollars. But. Hey, great to have you back. Welcome back. You were last on, I think it was with, um, was it, was it, was it, wasn't Lee? No, Lee was it before that. Lee, Lee. It was um, the uh, girl from The Voice or AGT. No, AGT. Right. Yes, Roberta. Roberta right. Was on, yeah. 
So, um, we, oh, and that was such a great time. That was fun. That was a really good podcast. Yeah. And again, they uh, they get a lot of uh, they got a lot of traction. Yours as well. Your podcast did very very well. So, <laughs> um, you know, musicians as a whole were a lifesaver for me and for most podcasters because during the SAG strike, the actors, whether they were SAG or had designs on being SAG. Uh, we're doing podcasts. They couldn't promote. They couldn't do all stuff. So really, musicians and folks from Canada, hey, they were okay because their union is different. Um, I don't know but, how we could have forgot, but actually, I think the last time was with Charlotte Milstein. That's right. Oh, my gosh. That, Charlotte was, Milstein. I'm <laughs> sorry. Oh, my God. And it's Roberta Battaglione. Battaglio. It was and, right before that. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, Charlotte Milstein. Boy, the pride of San Diego. Now great, that was uh, fun. Great guitarist, yeah. She was really good, and and a lot of people uh, messaged me on that, and they said, "Wow, she's she's great. To have her back on." I'm still oh, trying. Yeah. To get, I'm still trying to get Ellen on as well because Ellen's yeah a great bass player, but so much talent. But again, the musicians um, that I run across unique, and you're in that wheelhouse, and you started playing, well, right before COVID. I mean, the story has it, and um, that you were. Rummaging around the garage, you ran across an old Strat, and you um, rehabbed it and massaged it and got it back to better. And yeah, I mean, that's playing. how it goes. It just kind of spiraled from there. So, And you're self-taught, which is just phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I've got to think that playing guitar beats the hell out of crocheting, I would think, you know, <laughs> <laughs> although crocheting is very good. Um, let's go ahead and bring our guest in. She's she's all things Fender, by the way. She's got a Fender sweatshirt on, looks like, and um, and again a, a guitar wall that is just it just is amazing. I mean, I thought for a second that was okay. She's at Sam Ash or she's at Guitar Center, so <laughs> but that is her collection, everything from a Ouija guitar to a metal ukulele, and things in between. Sierra Levesque, that's uh, the S is silent. Sierra Levesque is from Pembroke. Ontario, Canada. She is all of 18, soon to be 19 years old, and a well-known, thriving guitarist. She started young and uh, took some lessons and uh, some lessons online as well. And uh, she, she never looked back and got noticed. Uh, guitar caught the car. I love post-production. Uh, Guitar.com thinks she's amazing as well. And people like her. She's definitely a mover and a shaker amongst musicians in uh, in the guitar world today, and certainly the pride of uh, of Ontario, Canada. Glad to have her on here for sure. Let's say, let's say yeah, you know each other by the way too. You guys follow each other. Oh yes. yeah, I feel. I honestly, I feel like I've and we just met, but I feel like I've known you forever. And you both, <laughs> you both are going to Nam. Sierra Levesque, welcome to Conversations Radio. Thank you so much for having me on. Very happy to be here. And yes, I feel like I have known Bella for a while now and just excited to be meeting her virtually and soon in person at NAMM. Yeah. Very excited. Thank you Hi. for having me. Hi. So how many guitars on that back wall? I Every time someone asks, I always say that I, I like to kind of guess around 20, but you know, I, I, I use them all and I would like to say growing up for Christmas or a birthday, that's what I would get was be a guitar. And it really kind of, I don't even remember when it started getting to be so many because one day I just looked and there they are. But all That's of them, wonderful. I love so much. They all have different purposes, different songs, stuff like that. So yeah, it's definitely great and love having them all. And Bella, you that acquired so a new cool. guitar as well uh, last, since you were last on. Tell us about that one you got. Oh yeah. I got the Mike McCready Signature Strat which I love and it, it's super cool. I play it like all the time, yeah, I every show now. And it just looks so cool. Like I love, I love both my strats, but it looks, looks pretty, pretty cool. How's the, how's the action on that, by the way? Great. It plays, plays great. great. I actually, it's really different than, I also have an American vintage too, which is the white one. Yeah. And it plays, I feel like it's a lot hotter than the, okay. whereas the other one's like a lot warmer. So. And I want to say for amps, you're using orange, right? Uh, sometimes orange for recording, but I've actually been using my twin Tone Master from Fender a lot more. Okay. Because it, it's so, it's easy for me to carry. Everybody's like, oh, you carry a twin? That's so heavy. And I'm like, 
Yeah. So I got to ask uh, Sierra again, you're kind of learning as you, as you go as well. And you've again, acquired quite a collection there. It's impressive, but you know, as a musician, those are tools of the trade. So if you step into a studio, which ones do you bring with you? Not all 20. Yeah, that's definitely a great question. Uh, usually I actually do a lot of home recording, so I'm kind of in my studio right now. And usually all the ones that I use, I use three main ones. I use my Rain Song Acoustic Carbon Fiber. That one has a really warm sound. And also, especially for being in Canada, you can never worry about the neck bending or anything sure. going out of tune. That's great. And then, talking about Fender, I have my little friend right beside me here. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this oh, one. Oh. Oh Here's my. my little I love that baby one. Fender. That's the acoustic acoustic <laughs> sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's very That cool. is so cool. I love this one. Do you so much. love it? Yes. Jeez. I really I do. love it. And again <laughs> yeah, the guitar's got a um, the guitar's got a sound hole as well. But you mentioned that it's not a real loud guitar without the amp. No, yeah, that's the only thing. I mean, sometimes though if I'm at, you know, like a family gathering or something, you can still play it. Here's here perfectly fine, but since it's a combination of electric and acoustic, uh, it kind of has a lot of things about it, like electric too. So I use that a lot recording, and then for um, electric, I use it's kind of hidden right now, my Tony Iommi signature Epiphone SG. That oh, one okay. wow. never lets me down. It is very great. I always take it um, to all my shows. And it's just a great guitar overall to record with. So those are my three main ones that I always go to. How many strings do you break a month? I would say not too many right now. But when I'm out performing live, I would say probably one every six to eight shows. Wow. It hasn't been too bad. Yeah. But I do use Ernie Ball as well. I love okay. Ernie Ball. I've what got gauge my, uh, do you use? What do I? On electrics, I use 10. Cool, cool, cool. Mostly. Um, depending on the guitar, though, some of my more heavy ones, they're lighter gauge because I do oh. a lot of like Rammstein and Amon Amarth oh, on them. So I'm kind of <laughs> going into the crazy metal territory on that those. That is so cool. For that, I use nine sometimes. But yeah, I've never gone really. I I've tried 11. I just find they're not my vibe. So yeah, my main vibe is the 10s. Cool. And yeah, I, I really love them. So oh, yeah, Ernie uh, Ball's great. We've got kind of like the same brands going on here. Yeah. <laughs> Again, these are all tools of the trade let's go back just a bit here and again folks we're talking to sierra levesque from canada she is a well-known and up-and-coming rising star uh in the world of music you started pretty young and um i want to say you didn't follow the whole hannah, hannah montana thing but you did follow avril lavigne and you still look at her as uh, as an inspiration so tell us about the early days when you got started. For sure. So, yeah, it all kind of traces back to when I was about three. Um, I was driving in the car somewhere with my parents, and Innocence by Avril Lavigne came on the radio, and they heard me singing along to it, and they had no idea that I had memorized the words. I guess they were surprised. So when they heard that, they thought, oh, well, Sierra must love to sing, and I do. And so at the time, when I was three, they decided to put me into musical theater productions. So I started locally doing all different kinds of musicals like I was Annie and Annie I did Mary Poppins whole bunch of stuff like that and from there that's when I had to make a choice it was either continue on in musicals and kind of go down the Broadway path or go into playing instruments because I also had a big passion for songwriting okay. um, around the age of seven I actually wrote my own first song just sitting here at home and so it was really? kind of a choice yeah I was seven and it was a funny song that I don't know if it will ever see the light of day, but <laughs> yeah. So I made the choice and I decided to go with the whole instruments, songwriting and rock and roll. Cause I like to say that it's kind of in my blood. Grew up with my dad listening to Guns N' Roses, Ozzy, Sabbath, Bon wow. Jovi, Motley Crue. I would just fall asleep to that as a little girl. So don't, uh, I like yeah. to say, yeah. <laughs> don't forget, don't forget Queen. Yep, a whole yeah, bunch of yeah. all the classics. My dad loved yeah. all of it, so I grew I think, up on that. And I think yeah. Brian May is my favorite guitarist. I mean, he's just amazing, and he's so signature. When you hear him, you just you know it's him. You know, it's certain stuff that that's played, and uh, yeah, phenomenal. Um, and you can still do stage two if you can find the time. That's the thing. Yes, I know you're, <laughs> you're kind of 
devoting your time to music, which is fine. That's your wheelhouse. Um, Bella, any stage work at all? Any acting or? Oh yeah. Before music, I was super into like behind the scenes okay. tech. I worked okay, as a cool. techie a lot. Yeah. And then before that, like on stage stuff, plays and yeah, I love well, that. I love all of it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. The uh, I want to hear that. I want to hear that song you wrote when you were seventeen. <laughs> I'm gonna text you about it after. I gotta hear it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out if I can put it actually into a new song that I'm writing. I, I was trying to like blend it in so it would sound oh, like one. That'd be so, so cool. We'll tell, see. Tell us cool. about your first guitar. Your first guitar teacher. I know that uh, uh, his or her life was cut short, but tell us about that connection. Yes. Yeah, so whenever I was twelve. That's when I just finished Mary Poppins, and my parents surprised me with my first ever guitar, which was this white Epiphone Flying V. And, you know, I didn't really know that that was unusual guitar to start with, but we were looking around town for a teacher. They told him I had a Flying V, and this guy was kind of the messiah of the local music scene. I mean, every single venue around here, he would be there almost every night performing. So he kind of took me under his wing. He was also my mentor, and so I took lessons from him from the age of 12 to, I think, 14 or 15, and just when COVID happened, um, he was diagnosed with breast, sorry, brain cancer, wrong cancer, and yeah, so it was just really, really tough. I had no idea. It just came out of nowhere, actually, and so, yeah, it was definitely a big shock, and with him, I did everything, performed, went out to see shows. He got me all these different opportunities, so... I needed to start looking for someone new. I wanted to continue my guitar work, and so that's when I found Bumblefoot online. But this first man was Pat Hamill, and he was really my my first music mentor. So he'll always hold a very dear place in my heart, and I actually am lucky to have one of his guitars now hanging on my wall. Um, what, what a, one- a little dis- display for him. So what a wonderful story. That's just it's very beautiful, and you've done a good job of. of- explaining who he was and how he helped you get to where you are. And of course you mentioned online stuff. And for you, Bella, you were, I, I keep saying self-taught, but you went online and looked at stuff. You you looked at oh, figures yeah. and, and charts and stuff. Oh and, yeah. Uh, I was and, a Carl Brown girl. <laughs> <laughs> I actually met him at NAM. I think it was, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, but that was like a cool, that was a cool moment for me. Wow. That's awesome. The, what Was it easy for you at first, Sierra, when you started playing? Or how long did it take you to pick it up, really? Every time I learned a new instrument, there was a period of about a week where I would cry every time oh. I tried to do it. But after that, it was definitely a lot easier because I really, I work really hard, especially when it comes to learning new things. So my first song that I ever wanted to learn on guitar was Sweet Child of Mine. And again, that probably isn't the usual first one so I didn't realize it would be a bit more difficult but started out with that first little intro worked on that for weeks and finally in about a few months I was able to perform it live while singing because that was my goal that's hard that's hard to play and sing as well and that led you to uh playing crazy on you by heart yeah tell us about that (laughs) that's Incredible, and you, and by the way, you nailed that. And I think you, you were on with, with Nancy, right? On stage with Nancy. Yes. And she looked at you, she's like, "Okay, I'm done." <laughs> you know. <laughs> Tell us about that. It was a rock and roll fantasy camp, right? Yes, it was, and I know Bella has a connection there too. So that's just so many weird coincidences. Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to bring that up. And the Nancy thing is so cool. I want to hear you. like all about that. Yeah. So it kind of started when I first started taking lessons from Bumblefoot. There were a lot of songs that I knew I always wanted to learn. I never thought I'd play guitar solos or really complicated things because I was working a lot on rhythm with Pat. And that was great, too. But when I started with Bumblefoot, I thought, oh, gosh, this guy's a crazy shredder. So I'm going to have to figure out some songs that he can teach me. And one of the first ones I would say was the intro for Crazy on You. And again, one of those things where I never thought I'd be able to play that if you would have asked me years ago and just took a lot of work. I did it a lot in this basement right here, and I posted a few videos online of me playing it. And luckily, one day, um, on one of my heart covers, Nancy actually ended up seeing it on Instagram. No way. And following me. So that's kind of when I first connected with her, 
which was a crazy moment. I still remember, I think I was sitting in a pizza hut eating pizza and nice. I looked at my phone notifications. This is pretty much right at the start of COVID when I, I only had about, I would say 2000 followers. So that's when I also started really focusing on building my Instagram. But yeah, she followed me. And then a few years later, I saw the ad for the fantasy camp. Um, and I knew I had to go because Nancy Wilson, I mean, <laughs> there were so many other great people there too, but I went mainly for Nancy Wilson. I was like, nice. yep, I'm doing it. So <laughs> I love guys, that. Oh my gosh, you, that is so cool. Are you guys still in touch? Yes. Yeah. She still follows me and very kind. She Wonderful. always sends me some DMs and she's posted about me here and there. I always love every time, just even that I get a like from her. It's so cool. So well, that she song seems is, like yeah. such a great lady. That song well, is well before I know you I'm were saying, born. I know I'm saying everything is crazy, but also the Bumblefoot thing, like that is yeah. so crazy too. Yeah, he, It's really, crazy. really impressive. It's Ron Fell, It's crazy right? how life... He's yeah. amazing. He's incredible. So you felt how... How was working with him? You're still working with him, right? Yes, yeah. So whenever Pat got sick and eventually ended up passing away, unfortunately, that's again when I knew I had to get a new teacher. And it's really crazy how life works out. I feel like I wasn't really a big believer in like manifesting and coincidences, but now I really am because when I was a little girl again, Guns N' Roses, my parents, my dad especially would listen to, they loved the Chinese Democracy album. That's the one that not most people like, unfortunately, but it has so many great players on it, and it's really kind of an underrated album. So I grew up mainly listening to that. That was my favorite. And my parents went to go see Guns N' Roses at their um, Vegas residency when Bumblefoot was playing. And um, so I grew up just knowing the name Bumblefoot. I actually even, we had some fish at the time as pets. And one of them was named Bumblefoot. And this was probably... Not a, it's not a hard name to remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just like a crazy coincidence that then all these years later, um, I actually got to go to a guitar clinic in Ottawa where he was in 2019. And I brought my Flying V. I actually have a few. So I brought one version of this Flying V and I got him to sign it for me. Told him about the Guns N' Roses love that I had. And um, he started following me on Instagram after that. So that was crazy. And then a few years later, when Pat got sick, I reached out. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to ask, hey, yeah. would you ever be interested in teaching online? And this was pretty much exactly when COVID happened, April of 2020. So right at the wow. beginning. Yeah. He said yes. And uh, ever since then, we've been doing lessons. And now he also helps with producing my original music. So, I mean, I've got to meet him in person, I think, three or two or three times since then now. I've traveled to New Jersey where he lives and other places in the world. So just really crazy how life it's, works out and so grateful. It's a awesome. wonderful story. He seems like such a great guy. He it's is. a wonderful story <laughs> and you tell it so well. So for you really early on, a lot of heavy metal, classic rock, rock and roll all the way, which is uh, wonderful. So you got exposed to some really heavyweight rock bands and uh, you kind of found it your wheelhouse as well. Um, Avril Lavigne, of course, um, yeah, she was, you know, skater and whatnot, and definitely talented. Um, I'm very good friends with Devin Bronson. Devin Bronson was was a guitarist and musical director for many years, and he's worked with oh, yeah. uh, Sebastian Bach as well as um, Kelly Clark, uh, Kelly Osborne, and all kind of the, basically the same era. But um, yeah, um, Avril, and again, she's had some health challenges as well. But she really has uh, done so much. And my background's in radio. And um, I don't know how many times I played Complicated on the air. I mean, it was <laughs> a lot, you know. People loved it. It was a great song. And she's a it screamer, is. too. So it's kind of cool, too. Let's go ahead and stop down, guys, just for just one second. This is Conversations Radio, episode number 158. Our guest tonight is the wonderful, from Canada, Hey. It's Sierra Levesque, and my co-host is a returning uh, amazing uh, guitarist. Wow, I'm so honored, uh, Bella Rain. And Bella, you know, you've been playing a lot as well, too, a lot of covers. I know you've got stuff on the pike. You're doing some studio stuff, but I'm going to give you a, people a quick sample here of, uh, <laughs> of what you do. Uh, wait for it. Is it. Where is it at? 
Here it is. That's Bella on the guitar, by the way. Not on the drum set, just the guitar. <laughs> I mean, just amazing. Again, folks, self-taught. Her early beginnings in her family garage. How does she do it without sheet music? It's just amazing. That is wonderful. And do you read music, Bella? Sheet music? Um, I read I read tablature. Okay. But I don't read music. And everybody's talking about I actually talked to a couple professors from Berkeley who are like, that's really important, so I have yeah. a lot of encouragement from that. Exactly. Um, Sierra, you had a music teacher, so probably, yes, sheet music? Yes, yeah. I actually grew up doing a whole bunch of classical stuff on piano and right. then moved to just theory in general. And it kind of translated over to drums, guitar. So, yeah, I have oh, a right. You play foundation. like everything. That is yeah. so awesome. <laughs> tell us, I try my best. We're going to go here now. Uh, tell us about Get Off My Stage. Okay, yeah, that was my debut song. What, really were, you, wanted to st- what, were, you, what were you thinking? <laughs> I wanted to stir things up, you know, and it yeah. did. It did exactly what I set out to accomplish you because <laughs> that was my purpose. I have actually 23 songs fully recorded and ready. So when I was picking, I had about 20. And out of all 20, this was the one I wanted to get out. Number one, because it's actually about Machine Gun Kelly, if anyone doesn't know right now. Um, MGK, he was a rapper. And then somehow he turned into a rock star and he was dissing other people, dissing Corey Taylor from Slipknot. And it was just becoming very, very strange to me about how no one, especially no girl rocker, had got back at him. So I thought, you know what? Here we go. And I wrote Get Off My Stage with everything that was going on with him in the press at the time. And it was just a fun, upbeat song. I mean, people who don't know what it's about still laugh at the lyrics. It's a fun time. So, yeah, I wanted to release it before uh, something changed and before I went yeah. back to rap again. <laughs> it is really good. And who's the personnel artist? You played everything, right? Yep, I play. I self-recorded and self-played all the instruments, and then I sent all my tracks to Bumblefoot, and we mixed and produced them through Zoom. So, wow. yeah. Thank you. Are you ready, Are you ready Bella? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> this is uh, from Sierra Levesque. Canadians from Canada, lock your doors. Uh, Sierra Levesque, this is called Get Off My Stage. You're hearing it here on Conversations Radio.
guitar better. I play drums better. I write songs better. I rock better. I dress better. That's uh, Sierra Levesque, Get Off My Stage. And you had to think when you wrote that, that, you know what, this is going to piss people off. But <laughs> you didn't care, you did it, and I admire you for that. It is really good. Thank you. I really girl appreciate power. it. Yeah, girl, girl power. Yeah, girl power. And 100%. I hear, a little, I hear a little Avril Lavigne inspiration in there. That's great. I mean, I love it. I mean, it's a, a, great, um, a great song. Get Off My Stage, that's available where? Where can they find that? Everywhere on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, YouTube, every single place where music is available, it is there. I love this guitar riff, though. Did that come first, the riff, for you on that? Um, I did pretty much base a lot of it around that. At first, I had the idea for the song, and then I started writing some of the lyrics about what was going on at the time, so the verses... And I knew I had to get a catchy riff to go with that. So it kind of happened at the same time as the verses. Well, and it's definitely wow. catchy. It is. Thank yeah. you. It's awesome. I've got Thank an, you very much. I've got an 80 big, 80 big, 80 gig iPod in my car. And uh, that's going to go on it. Thank that's, you. Um, I appreciate that. Thank that's you. Yeah. Some, and... Then you roll the windows down in the summer and crank it. And people look at you like, what the <laughs> hell are you listening to? Who is that? What is wrong? <laughs> Who's this yep. 63, and who's this yeah, now I have my uh, my next one coming out in February. So I decided, you know, I'm going to go the exact opposite for my next song. So my next one's not a diss song. It's not based <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not based on electric, and it's actually based on piano. And oh, it's actually really? slow, a slow, um, heartfelt pop rock ballad called Wrong About You. So that's coming out on February 2nd, and I just decided okay. to show people that I'm not just about the disses. <laughs> well, so, perfect, and right before Valentine's Day. Right? 100%. So did, did piano come first for you? Yes, actually. For instruments, piano I started when I was seven, and then drums at age 10, guitar at age 12, and bass at 13. Now, will there be a unplugged version of Get Off My Stage? You know what? I have thought about it, so I think <laughs> I might do that one day. I might do a full unplugged project one day because i have a lot more fully recorded music right now and a lot of it is based on electric but there are some good acoustic ones too so i i like the idea of doing a full maybe acoustic ep one day that could be cool and for you bella you're in the middle of a storm so you could be unplugged any second <laughs> oh yeah i've got <laughs> my know? fingers crossed so, i'm safe for now again uh, sierra levesque is our guest and uh from uh, uh pembroke ontario canada I am one quarter Canadian, hey, so I'm allowed. My granddad was from Kingston. So uh, there you have it, my one quarter, if it means anything. <laughs> so uh, It means but, something. That's not exactly, too far, yeah, Kingston. Exactly, but, uh, nice. Lo love Canada. I have, I have family in Ontario as well, so yeah. I'd love to get out there and uh, yeah. visit and, and jam with you. Definitely you, choose a, sure. uh, a summer month. That's my only advice is to choose a summer month because winter is yeah. crazy sometimes. But yeah. <laughs> You guys could jam together. <laughs> I'll pack good. warm. I'll pack warm. Yep. I'm now, ready. Anytime. People that go to NAMM, do they bring their, guitar, their instruments with them as well, or do they, they do not? Um, I, I think it depends if you're performing, yes. Yeah. For me, this year, last year I did, but that's because I had a few shows as well in the area. So this time I'm not, just because there's so many instruments there you can try that if you're bringing another one, I think you'd probably be pretty tired after the day of walking. Yeah. Last year I walked a lot. <laughs> Well, what's cool is Leland Scalar is going to be there again, Bella. Really? So now you're looking forward oh to meeting him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to meet with him. He is. Oh, uh, geez. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I haven't brought one before, but I'm bringing a guitar this year because I yes. have some shows. And I'm like, oh, I have to carry it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even last year, just with like my phone and my, I brought a whole bunch of my stickers and business cards. Even that was starting to get. Heavy after all those hours. We need a <laughs> cart. We can share a cart, okay? If you find one, I'm ready. We can share, okay? You know, we're really in a phenomenal time right now uh, for you know for music, musicians, young musicians, people starting out, self-promotion. Because 20 years ago, this didn't happen. I mean, you know, you uh, had to get a 
record contract or, or whatnot. They didn't have, you know, all this technology and stuff like they do now. And uh, thank goodness that, uh, that, this, that, you know, that you don't have to use tape anymore. <laughs> you know, a lot easier to cut and paste than it is to use a splicing block. Um, but um, <laughs> folks are still using tape as well. So it's, uh, it's kind of cool. It's cool to go into studios, old studios, and see where uh, things happen. Um, I grew up in San Francisco. And, of course, Wally Hyders, uh, the record plant, uh, uh, the Automat, CBS Studios, they were all up there. Um, I had a chance to go to Wally Hyders and actually got to, got to go into the studio where Jefferson Starship recorded and Journey recorded. Wow. It's, it's very, very iconic to be in um, the studio where Miracles was, was recorded. I mean, iconic. Wow. And the old echo chambers. And now all that's done on, you know, it's done on, you know, Pro Tools and and whatnot so it's um it's wonderful you're um you're endorsed uh sierra any endorsements yes right now my current endorsement i'm gator cases really love them just any guitar case that you need they have all Those the options nice, yeah. and then i also have fender with my Sonic, and they also gave me some great amps so anytime oh. i go travel places I always bring my Fender GTX amp. I actually ship it. So I keep it in the U.S. and I, I'm able to ship it in any place there since I perform there so often. And, uh, yeah, I got my Acoustic Sonic here. And then Ernie Ball got all my needs. You know, I just messaged them, hey, I'm, I have a few shows coming up. Would appreciate some new strings and picks. And I'm set for life. I actually have oh. an addiction to the Ernie Ball guitar picks right here. Um, this is just oh the my gosh, I have. which ones? Wow. This is what I use. This is my favorite. 88 millimeter Everlast. <laughs> oh, do you use the pink ones? I use the yeah. pink ones. I are love those, the lime green ones. So are those, yeah. Are those I love the green ones. Are they heavy pink, or medium? green, orange. They're not too heavy. They're definitely on the heavier side. Yeah. For sure. They still have a bit of bend in them, but and they're great to find in a dark place when you're performing. They're not fully well in the dark, but I lose them a lot. So these are my, my go-tos. So yeah, those are all the brands right now that I'm using and representing and just I'm always... happy you like the Everlast ones too, because yeah, honestly, I'm addicted to them as well. And I lose so many that people think I'm eating them. They're like, are you eating the guitar picks? I'm like, no. So sh shout out to Ernie Ball for sure. And uh, again, they've been around for a long, long time. And I got to ask Thank you, you now, Ernie Ball. because you have always you know there's never enough picks so have you done like guitar pick earrings yet because that's usually the i haven't yet but i do have a few necklaces that have guitar picks on them i just got a new one the other day but not with these so that's actually a good idea maybe i'll have to oh, make that for now i can wear an ernie ball jewelry piece maybe bella will match with me <laughs> i have some earrings with the green picks so there we go oh my gosh yeah, we can match i think, I think if you bella you need to have like signature picks with your name on them or I mean, it's easy. I to actually do. just got some. Really? I just Man. got some as a as a gift, but yeah, yeah. I I don't know if Ernie Ball does custom picks, but I like the like I like the feel of the Everlast ones and the ones that okay. I have Me right too. now. The custom ones are like not the. Ever I don't know what the other ones are called. The Everlast have some kind of powder. It's the powder. If, unless I'm going say... crazy, I swear they no. have some kind of powder. Wow. I wanted to say it, but I thought you would think I was crazy. No, it's I the swear. Powder. Like, and every other pick is glossy, if that makes sense. So you know, no, it's like going to exactly... fall out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, you played. You played in Hollywood as well. You played at the, the whiskey, right, Sierra? Yes. So yes. how was how was that? And tell us about that experience, because that's again an iconic venue. It was amazing. So the first time was with Rock Fantasy Camp, and that was awesome. And I got to play some songs with Orianthe as well. She's an amazing wow. guitarist. So that was that was great. And then the second time I was there, um, I did two nights in a row. First night was opening for Faster Pussycat. Second night was opening for L.A. Guns. And luckily, thanks to Instagram, Tracy Guns saw my cover of The Ballad of Jane before the show. And I asked and pleaded and said it would be a dream come true to perform this song with you guys at the whiskey and he said yes so that night opening for la guns um i went up on stage with la guns and played the ballad of jane and that was just i'm, I'm never going to forget that that's probably that's one of my life highlights that's like a dream <laughs> i mean that just I know. doesn't happen 
Wow. Just so, so grateful and such nice people as well. Just everyone who I've ever met through Instagram, especially in the music industry, has been the nicest people ever. So I mean, I'm very to, grateful for that. To be on the Sunset Trip, middle of summer, sun going down, the, and you look, you look to your, you know, the West, and it's like, that's it. I mean, you get that feeling like, I finally made it, you know? And it's just, 100%. It's just <laughs> and I want to say Viper Room for one of you guys, Viper Room. That was also with Rock Fantasy Camp okay. for me. I played there. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's wonderful venues, and a lot of them have gone away, but many are still still there. And, of course, the Troubadour, uh, also very, very iconic. Oh, yeah. That's where, Great places to be. That's where Elton John, so awesome. Elton John got his start. Elton John's first performance in the U.S. was at the Troubadour back in the day. Wow. Oh, wow. And um, the Leland Scholars played there, James Taylor. Um, uh, man, just a, Incredible, incredible place, venue, a lot of bands. And, of course, the Palladium, the Roxy. Um, wonderful. I mean, it's wonderful spots for musicians, uh, both young, old, and in between. Uh, they're just starting out. And just fun to hang out, the whole vibe and everything. So, yeah. But, um, the, um, the hits, again, you've got more music coming. Can't wait to hear that. And I know you'll come back on with us at some point and um, – and share those too, and maybe give Nancy Wilson a call. We'll get her on here too with you. <laughs> For sure. That'd be amazing. Yes. I mean, again, I don't usually drop, name drop, but I'm going to you know, drop your name <laughs> for sure. Because you are, you know, you are really, um, you're up and coming, and the pride of Pembroke, if not the pride of Canada. How's the response been in Canada, by the way? Because now we're, we're in, Bella, we're in a different country. Isn't that weird? <laughs> uh, um, that feels so crazy so what's the um what's the vibe been well in my hometown pembroke yeah it's very close-knit awesome community i have so much support here and i'm so grateful for it just a lot of friends family supporters and a lot of people just love supporting hometown music that's a big scene here so um i'm one of the only rock ones though there's not too many around here it's more country rock or just country so i i'm definitely a little bit of an outsider for that um, but then as you start moving into the bigger cities like Ottawa, Montreal, the rock scene comes more alive there for That's sure. That's so but cool, and that gives you such an edge. Yeah, it definitely has been great, and especially being a girl too, you know, people don't expect me to play the music I'm going to play anywhere that I go. Yeah. I, usually I perform on different stages, random bars, and when I'll walk in, someone will think, oh, she's going to play Taylor Swift, and then I start playing Ghost, and they're very confused. <laughs> So, yes. yeah, I would say in general, just being in a small town especially is great for support. But in general, for my music, some of my biggest fans are actually in Sao Paulo, Brazil, which is wow. very un- – I wasn't expecting that, I guess. No, that happens. <laughs> found- you know, word travels yeah. fast. Even for, like, my podcast, it's like I get people listening from in Finland. I mean, it's like, you know, who even knew they had computers there? <laughs> but um, – <laughs> But, crazy, I mean, yeah, crazy no, how it works and getting you, uh, to connect yeah. with people all over. It's again, I mean, sure. it's social, social media is a wonderful thing. Instagram is phenomenal. TikTok too, so a lot of stuff. Yeah. And um, you've got a wonderful website as well. Um, Thank you. We want to make sure that we um, that we have you on again and, and follow you. And and you're on Instagram. How can you, how can they follow you there? Yep, on all platforms actually: Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. X. Uh, you can find me under the same username, which is Sierra Levesque Music, and I would really appreciate that. I'm the same name on all um, streaming platforms as well: Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. Sierra Levesque. And, and that's uh, L-E-V-E-S-Q-U-E. Yep, very French. The S, the S is silent, which is funny because yeah. there's a there's a journalist here uh, in Southern California, and she actually name is Levesque. So she actually okay. pronounces it out. So Yeah, uh, I think it's all different. I've kind of Englified it. My family has, but in the French pronunciation it's like Levesque. That's how you say it in French. Levesque. So it's it's a little bit strange. But I've just turned it into Levesque and yeah, definitely gives me a different edge with a different last name. That'd so, be yeah. a a great band name. Just Levesque, you know? I know. Wow. Yeah. Definitely a cool cool idea for sure. For sure. And you're on the web as well, so we can follow you there. And um don't be a stranger. Uh, definitely, we're going to have you back on. We're going to chat. Um, 
more because I mean, I feel like we've just scraped the surface with you. You've got so much going on, so many layers, and um, we will um, definitely stay off your stage and give you, <laughs> you know, that that that. Power. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Bella, you've got stuff coming up as well. What, what's going on with you? Yeah. Um, my next show coming up is with an amazing Grateful Dead tribute band at the Ventura Music Hall. And they're called the Alligators, which I'm super excited with. And that's coming up pretty soon on the 19th. Ventura so Music Hall. Yes. I'm As in Ventura, California. That. Yes, we're I'm making like, the we're making the trip. I am like 20 minutes away from there. Seriously, no way. I've got to go. Are you gonna come or what? I'll try. What day of the week? That is, is it? so cool. I believe it's a Friday. Okay. I should know. And when is this gonna yeah. be? When is it? What day? The 19th, January 19th. All right. So a lot of SoCal folks here, January 19th. It's a Ventura Friday. Music Hall. It's a Friday. Yeah. Ventura Music Hall, <laughs> Ventura, California. And again, uh, if you're anywhere near the 101, it's easy access. If you're in, yeah. the, if you're in the, the Santa Fernando Valley or Santa Clarita, you can take the 126 and brings you right onto the 101 and you're right there. And uh, it's a little kind of a drive for for you, Sierra, but uh, you never know. You know? <laughs> Shoot, oh, I was yeah. going to say, I get into town two days after that. I get into town on the 21st, so oh, I miss it no by way. two days. But I'm so excited well, to see you perform at NAM. I'm definitely going to make yeah, sure I see Yeah, me too. That. I can't wait to meet up. And then, yeah, after that, it's just NAM. And then my band that I play with actually has an album coming up soon in March that I recorded on. Did some of my first ever studio recordings, so that'll be dropping in March on all platforms. Um, and the band is called Boonfire. And then just hopefully some some cool festival announcements for the summer. So stay tuned. Wow, yeah, summer. Yeah, seems so far, seems so far away when it's. I know. Let's skip thirty to degrees outside. <laughs> What's the temp outside, by the way, in Canada right now, where you're at? Um, unfortunately, we're in Celsius. And oh. I think, <laughs> oh, we're in negative seven, no, oh, negative eight Celsius, but I might have to do the calculation. I think that's probably here. pretty cold. Let's see here. I'm getting it on Google. Oh. Negative eight. 17.6 degrees Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I won't be going there soon, unfortunately. <laughs> You're making me cold just saying that. Well, yeah, we, I like got, to stay inside here in the music room. We've got 47 <laughs> degrees here in Santa Clarita, but uh, it uh, feels like 43. What does that even mean? You know, it's 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 one or the other. You know, if it's 47, 43, what's the difference, right? And yeah, let me check Mendocino, here. you guys got a, a storm going on. My gosh. Oh, yeah. Still not as bad as where Sierra is. No. <laughs> That's pretty much. I'm yeah. just dying to get out of the cold here. I'm so 40, 48 here. Okay, windy. 48. So that carbon fiber guitar would do very good in the cold up there. You just, yep, 100. percent Leave it on the front lawn. You know, put some lights on it and something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> there's a there's an idea there for a decoration. Hey, great show, guys. Thank you so much. And again, it's always my pleasure to feature uh, artists, whether they're in Canada or in Northern California, Mendocino. You guys are both amazing artists. Uh, Sierra Levesque and Bella Rain, my, one of my favorite co-hosts, by the way. She's just amazing. Um, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for having me on. Really You're, appreciated it. Anytime. It's, this is going to happen Hope again to be for back. sure. You will. Hey, guys, well, that's going to be a wrap. You. I love this. I do, too. I, it's a lot of fun. I'm feeling the love right now. It's wonderful. And that Ouija guitar is just staring at me. You better get that insured. <laughs> I know I'm a, so distracted looking at all the guitars. God, that's that's <laughs> crazy. I wonder if it's a like a, a Ouija um, ukulele. That'd be I'd have to cool. look for that. That'd be kind of cool. You play bass. I might have to start wrapping things, and you know how you wrap a car. I might have to start yeah. wrapping my guitars Very, now. I like that. Very good. Hey guys, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on X. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm-hmm.